Welcome back, everyone, to the Web3 Weekly Podcast, the most relatable and reliable crypto, NFT, and technology podcast in the nation. In today's episode, I am blessed to be joined by Josh and Dylan, the leaders of the Golfers Anonymous DAO. The goal of today's episode is to better understand how this DAO will bring back the fun and enjoyment of playing nine holes of golf with your buddies and running a course franchise all funded by a decentralized autonomous organization. So without further delay, let's learn about everything Golfers Anonymous DAO has to offer and all the amazing people behind it. What's going on, guys? Welcome to uh, Web3 Weekly. Hey, man. Thanks for having us. I'm excited to be here. Yep, very happy to be here. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, no problem. I, like Once I first saw your all's kind of uh, profile on Twitter, I was like, "Oh, I gotta, I gotta get in contact with these people. It, it, it's gonna be awesome." Just because um, I've kind of got the golf bug over the past few months, and I'm like, "This is perfect. This, this brings my two worlds together." Um, I also have I have many different interests, but this is like perfect just because golf has always been something I've um, almost. It's weird. Like the more and more I kind of grew up, and I was always okay with golf. I never really hated it, if that makes sense. But the, the older I got, the more I was kind of just allowing of golf to be in my life and everything like that. So I was like, I just kept learning, kept learning. Now I'm starting to play and everything. And uh, now it's kind of cool to learn that my uh, just love for golf is now in kind of the Web3 world. So um, with that kind of out of the way, <laughs> less about me, but um, I would like you to kind of just go ahead and introduce your old selves to the audience and so we can get a better understanding of who you all are. Yeah, sure. So again, my name's Dylan Kim. I started playing golf in high school. And, you know, as most, you know, it started as just something fun to do with your friends, you know, going to the driving range or, or just going out and having a few beers and playing on the course, you know, through college and things of that nature. But, um, you know, post college, uh, you know, I really started to take it seriously. I'd started getting lessons and really just started playing two, three times a week, you know, going to the range and things. And, um, you know, with my background in civil engineering, I have a lot of experience doing site work and construction, construction management, uh, you know, general contracting, all of those things, site development, surveying. Uh, you know, I kind of just wanted to bridge the gap uh, between Web3 and, and golf just because that's where my passion lies. So I feel like after studying Sweetens Cove, um, you know, seeing Tad King and his uh, partner build Sweetens Cove. I just feel like, you know, this this model is kind of the future of how golf courses will be designed and developed. So, yeah, like Dylan, um, I started golfing. Well, I guess I'm like Dylan. I started golfing when I was pretty young. We lived on a golf course when I was, I want to say, like four or five years old. Um, you know, fell in in and out of love with it. Kind of let go of it in high school. Came back to it in college. Then didn't really start getting passionate about it until uh after I graduated but that's actually how I met Dylan we met on a golf trip uh we went to Scottsdale Arizona played a bunch of those nice courses out there we copa um Greyhawk but I mean it was a great time and ever since Dylan and I met Dylan kind of uh pulled me into more the web three golf world and it's it's been a fun fun ride learning about all of it that's awesome man I think it's uh I think it's really cool how your all's kind of origin story happened and everything like that. It's really cool how you all met as well. It's like a kind of fate brought you all together. But 
Um, let's let's learn some kind of just history about you two, you could say. So, uh, Dylan, I guess I can this one. This question be for you or Josh. Feel free to uh, kind of chime in whenever you would like. But how'd you all kind of get started with business? Obviously, it's just sort of a uh, decentralized business, especially with the goals in mind. But um, like, how'd you all get started with business? Pretty much. Uh, yeah, so my parents actually own their own small business, so you know I've always had that entrepreneurial spirit, if you will.、Um, but I have been into the crypto space for about two and a half years, and I've been into NFTs for about eleven months. So, you know, I've always kind of had a passion for technology and and computers and just everything that the internet kind of has to offer. You know, I just feel like there's a lot of Space to create in that, you know, to be innovative and to kind of, you know, pioneer things, even if you will. And so I looked at this opportunity as, you know, one of just that, you know, to be able to create something new about something that I'm super passionate about that I can, you know, work 20 hours at a day and, you know, not even blink an eye. So it just becomes fun at that point. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome, man. I think it's really admirable because, like, I you know, I was talking to、uh, an artist a couple days ago about you, when you kind of enter a flow state when you're working, and I think that's、uh, you kind of put it perfectly with that working 20 hours and I blinking an eye, especially when you're doing something you enjoy, whether it be for me with my podcast or with what you all are doing with、uh, Golfers Anonymous. You enter that flow state and it's like, holy shit, I'm just I'm just flying through work. Yeah, exactly. That's it. You you nailed it. It's that flow state, you know, and it it kind of just creativity's flowing,、um, motivation, and everything of that is flowing. And、uh, you know, I met Josh, like I said, and we just have very similar interests. We have the same work ethic, and you know, those things are important when you're going to be starting a business because it's an uphill battle the whole way, you know. So if you don't have the dedication and and the work ethic to go along with it. You know, you're not really going to make it too far. So,、uh, Josh and I have been working on this diligently since、uh, the first week of January this year, and you know, we've spent a lot of time thinking about all of the nuances that go into it, right? All of the、uh, challenges that we'll have to overcome, and you know, we I feel we've done a really good job. We've assembled a team of, I guess, like twelve people now. You know, so we have quite a bit of people working on this project. Uh, pretty much around the clock, and you know we're we're really excited for what we've accomplished and the short time we've been released to the public.、Um, you know we've we feel confident with you know what we've done and where we're going. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm, I think I'm I'm very excited to、uh, like not only for this interview and just learning more, but I'm very excited to continue、uh, to watch your all's DAO and your your all's project in general. I really think I'm. I'll say I'm pretty bullish on what you all are doing.、Uh, not financial advice at all, but I think I just think y'all y'all are great guys, and it can definitely、uh, work out if you put your nose to the grindstone. But um, <clears throat> uh, let's before we talk the door dive deep into the DAO and everything. Let's just go over. I guess talk about some a few golf topics. Like, what do you all enjoy most about golf, and what do you think? Is something that golf has kind of taught you, whether that be like patience or something like that. Yeah, I enjoy golf.、Uh, the thing I enjoy most about golf is probably it's a bat. It's a constant battle against yourself.、Um, you know, you can go out <clears throat> with or without people, 
but you're always playing against yourself, trying to beat your best score, and it's a total mental game. Um, it you can you can crack and you'll have a bad round, or you can do really well and go as low as possible. Um, another thing about golf is also the handicap system. Um, I tell this all the time to people, but I could be 25 in my prime as far as athleticism goes and play against a 55-year-old and thanks to the handicap system, you know, it'll be an even match based on the tees also. Um, and you can you can play the sport until you're, you know, 65 years old. 65 years old. Um, it's just one of the best sports ever. Yeah, and I'm actually going to jump in here. Uh, you know, my favorite thing about golf, actually, uh, you know, I've played a lot of sports. I've played baseball, soccer, you know, lacrosse, football, you know, the works, right? Um, but golf, to me, is the most realistic to life you know it's the most relatable to life and what I mean by that is you know in golf you can hit a good shot and you can get a bad result you know you can get unlucky hit the cart path hit a tree or you know you just get a bad break and sometimes in life you can do all the right things and you'll get bad breaks and the flip side to that is you can hit a bad shot but you can also get a good break you know what I mean? It can just work out in your favor. You know, if you shank one and it hits off the tree and it bounces into the middle of the fairway, you know, that happens in life too. So I just feel like it teaches you a lot of life lessons that you can't learn really from a lot of other sports. And that's my favorite thing about golf. Yeah, that's so true. Especially with, uh, I, I, don't, I, don't, I haven't been playing golf for long, especially in my short kind of tenure um, with golf. I have realized that you can learn a lot about people by playing 18 holes of golf with them. You can learn if they're patient. You can learn if they get angry really easy. You can learn if they understand how to control their emotions. Because I have played with some people that by around like seven holes, if they're not having a good round, man, they're just, their day is ruined almost. Like you just gotta, I always tell myself, um, it's not about the shot you just hit. It's about the next shot that's coming up. So you always want to keep a clear head and everything like that. So Golf is definitely something that uh, kind of opened your mind and it can really help uh, understand who you really are, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, 100%. I, I totally agree. And, you know, again, it's it kind of relates to life, you know, like it it kind of depicts your character in, in the real world just as it does on the golf course. So it yeah. just kind of brings it to light uh, faster, typically. Exactly, man. I think that's why golf is kind of looked at is so i guess high esteem not only because of uh, the wealth in the sport but sometimes it's just you gotta you gotta be you gotta be just you gotta think above regular sports you can't just go in with aggression i mean i think aggression can get can lead you to a success in almost the majority of sports especially like contact sports and stuff with golf man it's almost like meditation out there but uh yeah obviously all of us here love golf we're very into it and obviously all of us love kind of crypto and web3 as well so these are tying in uh, greatly together with what you all are doing and if anyone uh in the audience has not heard of uh what you all are doing please feel free to kind of give a basic introduction of what this uh golfers anonymous doubt is if you don't mind Yeah, so we wanted to build a golf facility, you know, for golfers, for the new age golfer. You know, we're so busy these days, you know, most times we don't have 
the time that it takes to go and play 18 holes. But golf courses don't really care about that. They'll charge you that 18 hole fee anyway. Uh, so we're we feel as though that creating a nine hole facility will allow for more people to go and play a quick round of golf. You know, on a quick Saturday morning or Saturday afternoon, you know, just go pay and play for nine holes. And this will make golf more affordable, more accessible to people. And the reason we're doing it as a DAO is so that way uh, the NFTs will act as the membership. And the DAO also will set up a structure that will allow the community to help make these big decisions, design decisions, things of that nature. Because what better way to design a facility for golfers than by the golfers that will be there playing it? Then we're going to be coupling it with an 18-hole putt-putt course. Uh, we're going to have, you know, simulator bays, things like that. We're going to be kind of styling it like a top golf, you know, where it's going to be a fun hangout place where you can go play a quick nine holes on a Friday night, you know, because we'll offer night golf, and then you can have a few drinks at the bar and watch the sports games that are on, or hang out with friends, you know, go on dates. Things like that. It just we feel it'll grow the game. It'll bridge the gap between golfers and non-golfers, and and really just show people at a young age, um, you know, that golf is is more fun than you think. Yeah, <clears throat> and and night golf is definitely something we've seen in Dubai really take off in the last you know five ten years. Um, it's huge out there. It does really well. Uh, people really enjoy it. People, it's almost Dubai has almost become a destination to go night golf with the Faldo course um, and some of the other ones out there. And it hasn't really taken off in the United States as much. And we feel there's definitely a very big opportunity in the U.S. to start, you know, a night golf course chain, especially with how much golf has grown in the U.S. in the last year during the pandemic. I guess two years now. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's, I think you all have a great idea and especially a great plan just because it takes the fun part of, or sorry, especially seeing the success of companies making golf fun, like Top Golf or something like that. You can tell people want to play golf. It's just they don't have a, a long, they don't have a lot of time or they're busy and they just want to be able to just to have a, maybe a few drinks and just enjoy the night or just uh early just saturday afternoon with their friends like they don't have time to play 18 they can't be out there for four plus hours um and everything like that so that's why i really like your all's idea the funding system is great as well but kind of getting into the nitty-gritty of your all's dow can you can, can you all talk about kind of where the idea kind of came from how the brainstorm happened like you obviously talked about how you all met and everything but um, yeah, where did the idea for the Dow system and kind of just creating a nine-hole golf course come from? Come from? Uh, yeah, so it originally started as like an 18-hole. You know, I, I thought that we could just purchase an 18-hole, uh, do everything like that. Um, I had the idea middle of December, you know, right before the holidays and everything like that. After I did some research upon returning home, Link's Dow had actually just dropped. And so, you know, I kind of pivoted away from from doing the same thing just because what I wanted to create was I wanted it to be unique. Right. Like I wanted it to be special. Right. And I didn't want to just copy links down. So we decided to pivot from purchasing an 18 hole course to, you know, the nine hole. We wanted to then we decided let's make it more fun because, you know, we're young and we're creative and we want to innovate the space. So let's 
offer something that people aren't offering. So we decided to add the stadium lighting to do night golf. And with Tiger Woods Pop Stroke, you know, just opening this year, uh, we feel there's a market there as well. So 18 holes of putt-putt as opposed to the traditional mini golf will, you know, start to entice people to want to play golf, you know, because that putt-putt style, you know, we encourage you if you have your own putter, bring your own putter because, you know, they will roll very similar to how a the greens would roll on the course so you know you'll actually get putting practice which is a lot of fun because as we've seen over the years mini golf has been slowly phasing out just like bowling did you know and so we kind of go through cycles of of things and entertainment forms of entertainment and you know i think this is one that's kind of transitioning as well Yeah, exactly. Especially with kind of my generation and the younger generations, um, like you could say, we're not we don't have the uh, attention span as former generations. So we, we sometimes we don't want to play eighteen holes, and, and sometimes like just like you said, like you don't have time for eighteen holes. There's just sometimes where you're just like, man, I don't know if I can put my body through eighteen today. Like it's just a Saturday. I'm trying to chill. Like because if you're playing eighteen holes of golf, like. I, I, I'm, I also, I'll call myself like an athlete, I'll call myself fit, but sometimes after 18 holes, I'm like, damn man, I just want to lay down, like, I don't, I don't want to move, like, it, it's, it's crazy, but, um, yeah, especially with the putt-putt course, I love the idea, um, of making greens, I think it's going to give it a lot of, kind of, uh, speed to it, especially just, it'll make it more competitive, just because, will actually be you'll actually need putting skills if that makes sense it's not just kind of fun putt putt yeah and outside of golf we added the putt putt as a means to you know really make it a family fun environment as well um or like a place to take it take someone on a date or just go out for drinks it's just kind of kind of the same way uh top golf is um yeah the night golf would allow for late rounds people go for a round after you know come watch nfl sunday uh, really just hang out and yeah. be a part of the culture yeah that's really cool i think especially um in business you kind of either try to solve a problem and sell that problem or you try to give people what they want and i think people would really love to go on either on a saturday especially with the rise of like Sunday night football and everything, especially the popularity with that. If you could like put the Sunday night football game maybe on the cards and allow the guys or allow some of the guys to have a few beers while playing and everything like that, people are going to love it just because people love doing anything while drinking, especially if they can watch Sunday night football. So yeah, man, that's a perfect idea. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of cool ways to involve uh, technology with golf too, you know. We discussed uh, having live feed of par threes on the course. So, you know, you go to pay for your round and it's like, hey, do you want to join the hole-in-one club? You buy in $10 now. If you hit a hole-in-one, we'll get it on camera and you take the pot. Or closest to the pin for the day, you buy in for 10 bucks. you hit it closest to the pin, you win the pot. Um, so a lot of cool little things like that. But like you said, uh, TVs and carts for NFL Sunday Red Zone would be amazing. I don't know how it would do with pace of play, but it'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the entertainment factor, especially with TV and stuff, might slow down um, pace of play. Cause I, I because in personal experience, when I played golf and they had like Bluetooth speakers hooked up in the carts, uh, you, you you tend to have a lot more fun. So you might not be focusing on golf as much. But definitely, if you can add the uh, entertainment factor to golf, more and more people will 
want to try it just because if it's fun and quick, um, people aren't going to be like, well, people aren't going to be against it just because it's not going to take uh, a lot of their time. So they're going to be free to try it. But let's kind of dive deeper into kind of the Dallas goals and how you all are actually going to build this. So with obviously with the DAO and everything, it's going to be a decentralized autonomous organization to help fund um, this nine hole golf course with many other amenities. So how are you all planning on um, kind of fundraising as well as how will the funds help uh, kind of push towards the DAO's uh, number one goal? Yeah, so we're going to offer two different memberships uh, to the course. It'll be a base membership and a pro membership. They're going to be minted separate or at the same time, but, you know, separately, obviously, at different prices. Uh, and that's just going to basically dictate the benefits that you receive, right? Like the amount of free rounds, etc., things like that. And basically, we're going to take the funds from that. We're going to put the money into the DAO's wallet, and then we're going to just fund everything from there. We already have an architect on the team. Uh, you know, we, you know, myself, I'm an engineer with, you know, site civil work um, and land development work. And, you know, we're still looking to bring on, you know, other people to, you know, help and assist in that department. We plan to do it all in-house, just as Rob Collins and Tad King did, um, and kind of just save costs on the construction management, the architect fees, the engineering fees, because a lot of that is overinflated in the golf industry. And that's kind of a big issue that golf courses have when it costs you know, 15, 20, 25 million dollars to build and construct a course, you're going to have to make that money back. How do you make that money back? By charging outrageous greens fees or by charging outrageous membership fees. Either one is going to put a dent in people's wallets, which is eventually going to turn people away. So that's why we've really studied the Sweetens Cove, um, you know, method and, you know, business plan just because they did it for a fraction of the cost. And that's why, you know, there are only nine holes there, but it's a championship level full nine holes. You know, there's still par fives, par threes, par fours. It's a very fun course to play. Uh, people talk about it all the time. Peyton Manning's actually a part owner of it at this point in time. And it, you know, we just feel like doing it in-house. We have the team. We are going to continue to add people and, you know, build it out ourselves and, you know, we could do it for a fraction of the cost, making it more affordable for people to just come and play whenever. Yeah, exactly. That's another reason why I'm supportive of, of your all's kind of dream and goal. It's because if you're able to kind of lower the barrier to entry to golf, more and more people will want to try it. That's why Top Golf is so uh, popular because people don't feel like they have to pay an arm and a leg either to become a member of a golf or a country club and be able to play golf or they don't want to have to pay like $40 per person for a round. They just want to be able to do something maybe quick, cheap. And if it's cheap, they're more willing to try it out, just like I said. But um, kind of, yeah, I think it's really cool how you all are going to keep funding this DAO. But uh, with the funds that are raised, like, is there maybe a certain number amount that you all are kind of brainstorming you're going to think you're, you will need to? successfully uh kind of build out this project yeah i think around 13 million would be a perfect number that would allow for uh, a surplus of cash a surplus of cash to uh you know kind of meet all of our needs uh 
in addition to building the course and building the facility, we'd like to host, uh, you know, events around the country for our holders. So definitely having some extra cash flow, um, but we feel we could definitely get it done with $13 million. Nice, nice. I, I appreciate you all kind of being realistic with the uh, numbers and everything and understanding that you're going to need to bring in multiple forms of kind of income for this project to have it successfully work in your roles kind of just dream if that makes sense but uh, obviously there's going to be uh, fundraising with NFTs and stuff similar to that um, you talked about minting memberships when the uh, courses are kind of fully functioning and everything but what uh, kind of NFTs are going to be released from this collection that are tied into the DAO and uh, just what can these NFTs pretty much do? Like what's the utility for uh, a holder? Well, yeah, so that's what I was talking about, the base and the pro membership. Like that's that's how we're going to be doing the funding. But that'll be basically like the, you know, initiation fee or sign up fee, you know, just as you would pay at a traditional country club. But it'll just be a fraction of that, right? Because, you know, joining your local country club can be, you know, minimum 5,000, right? And that's that's just the initiation fee. And then you have to pay your annual greens fees. So um, we're, we're just looking at doing a same, a similar business model to how country clubs are set up currently. And, you know, the teasers that we post on our socials are the NFTs that will be available for men. Uh, we have two different backgrounds that we have designed to dictate whether it's a base membership or a pro membership. So the tropical theme will be the the base and the um, like Mars outer space type background will be the um, will be the pro membership. Oh, that's awesome! That's really cool. I think it's uh, it's good that you all are kind of having a variety of options. You could say for mint, but um. What are some, obviously you said just the membership is the utility as well, but before kind of the golf course is fully available, is there any other kind of utility that's coming to the NFTs besides the membership? Oh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're looking at doing, you know, events, you know, around the country. You, you know, we want to um, set up like basically outings where people can come and compete and compete for prizes and, and kind of have like a amateur tournament experience right like we all play golf to compete at the end of the day right like we all want to play the best golf we can and win i guess quote unquote and and you know actually get a chance to compete so that's what we kind of want to bring to that as well as we're going to be looking at you know partnerships with five iron and things of that nature so we can set up like online leagues where you'll be able to compete against each other playing on simulator base because then that way you know not only is it that available in the country but that would be available around the world yeah in addition to all that i think one of the coolest uh, utilities of the nft is definitely the dow voting rights um having a say in the design of a course you know especially if you're very into golf <clears throat> you can help design uh you know certain holes or certain par four, certain par fives, how, how you would want it to play. Um, everyone gets a voice, which is great. You also get exclusive GA merchandise, like with anything else, uh, access to members only channels, and then the membership. Uh, you can also claim tokens provided by ShuffleDAO, and then not to mention the you know unique 3D art. Yeah, I, I heard merch and uh, my ears perked. But uh, <laughs> what are your all's plans for merch? Like, I'm, I'm definitely gonna have to check it out once your all's uh, kind of official mock-ups come out. If that makes sense. Yeah, we're 
we're young, right? And we're younger. We we, we want to definitely appeal to a new style. So we're looking at a couple different avenues to go with the merch. We definitely are going to be, you know, the traditional golf polos, uh, you know, quarter zips, you know, vests, things like that. But, um, you know, as far as style goes, we're, we're looking at like a clean and simplistic style as well as kind of like a um, like retro style as well. You know, I, I think right now the fashion world is kind of bringing like retro tees and, and retro fits back. Um, so we're, we're definitely exploring that as well. Yeah, that's awesome. I think there's definitely a, a wide variety of golf merch you can make. I mean, personally, I think uh, what Vice Golf is doing with their merch is kind of bringing back the, the young hip vibe, you, the young hip uh, vibe of just kind of style in golf, which is really cool to see. And I think if you all maybe go in that direction, that could uh, there could be a lot of success with merch just because people love uh, people love wearing stuff that says, yeah, I play golf. But um, anyway, what are your roles? Let's talk about like the future with uh, kind of the DAO and everything. Like what are your roles dream for this DAO? The long-term dream is to, you know, obviously create this facility. This facility will be the proof of concept, right? And then we're going to partner with a VC from there to then franchise it. You know, only needing half the acreage as a typical golf course, it's going to be much easier to find the land to put these, you know, all over the country. We want to put these in high travel destinations and, and franchise it, you know, so that way members then can down the road redeem their benefits all across the country you know if you travel to multiple cities in the same year you'll be able to play at all of the facilities um just as you would as your, your home facility so that's that's the long-term dream you know just being able to create a network of these and then really just create a, a community throughout the entire country that's awesome man that's really cool I'm, I'm really excited just i like that you all are both realistic and then you understand like hey this is the big dream. This is what we want to eventually accomplish. But um, what are there any roadblocks that might be stopping these goals from happening? And like, if so, what are the the big things that may be impeding your all success? Yeah, I think the biggest barrier right now is probably location. Um, we would have to find a location that fits all of the needs of our holders so where they can still exercise uh, you know the utilities in person but we would also need to put it somewhere where it could uh, thrive uh, financially so let's say uh, down in Florida at a golf destination uh, I think that would be a good solution to the problem but as of now um, I think location is definitely our biggest challenge yeah, talking about location, have you all, you obviously talked about brainstorming, like Florida and stuff. What what locations are you all kind of looking at? Or is it, are you at the point where it's like, we could go anywhere? Like, where, what are you all looking at? Yeah, at this point, we're we're very open. You know, we've done a lot of research throughout the country, um, you know, in place in warmer climates. But, you know, that being said, we've also looked at, uh, you know, even locations up north, just based on available courses for sale, as well as land, um, just to like run numbers and, and see how realistic it is um but ultimately it's going to be up to the the dow right like how many people do we have in a certain area that will be holding this nft so um we're kind of letting the location be dictated that way um but like josh said that's the biggest barrier to overcome and once that's you know figured out and we get the first location franchising it will 
solve that for the rest of the rest of the people that want to you know then buy into it or or get a membership then uh yeah. you know post the first one exactly i mean especially with the dow if the dow is a success um being able to say you are a holder of golfers anonymous that's pretty much like saying i i i bought shares in your company because you believe it has success and you'll have in the holders will reap those rewards from this idea of becoming a reality and especially it expanding but um if anyone in the audience either listening live on twitter spaces or maybe uh after it's been published on spotify uh, if they were trying to kind of look at what you all are doing and check out your all social media as well as just like your project as a whole, where can they find all that? Uh, we have a lot of the information in the Discord. We even have a link to uh, in the official links. We have a Google Drive link that has you know more information as well. That's awesome. That's awesome. If anyone in the audience today is listening on uh, after it's been uploaded uh, i'll have all the links to their social medias and stuff in the description for easy access but um i do have one more question for you all and i ask it to uh all my podcast guests i have on but before that is there anything else you'd kind of like to add about what you all do with golfers down and is there if, if you feel free to just talk about anything right now Uh, yeah, I mean, I think we, we covered most of it, but, you know, ultimately this started as a dream of ours to bring new golfers in and make the golfing experience for current golfers more fun. You know, I definitely think that a lot of the world is being gentrified, you know, quote unquote, if you will. And I feel like, you know, golf kind of needs a makeover itself. You know, there's a lot of uptight and almost stuck upness around golf you know there's a lot of bad perceptions and things of that nature as well you know as far as dress codes go and you know the way that you know people treat each other at golf courses and things we kind of want to have a little bit more of a loose come as you are you know have fun let's just treat each other with respect and you know as other human beings and and ultimately let's just have fun you know like this this facility is fun intended from top to bottom i mean this whole project is i mean that's why you know we spent the time and energy into creating the pfps the way we did you know like we wanted to have a very fun uh unique art to be for our holders to be proud of you know we didn't want to just make it like a membership card or or something very basic you know we wanted it to be fun from the time you purchase in you know and, and purchase an nft all the way through um so yeah, I mean that's that's our main main goal is to just have fun and and never grow up, right? Like let's just <laughs> let's be a kid at heart.